Welcome to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about St. Christopher. That's right. Was he a saint or wasn't he? He was demoted to martyr and we're going to get into it. And we're going to get all up in those details. Welcome to another episode with us. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you to make this choice. How are you doing, man? I haven't talked to you in a week. Amazing. I yeah. may have made a mistake. What do you mean? I took, no, I took like a half of an edible, but then I remembered that <laughs> the last time that I took this one, it made me super paranoid. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to keep it light. Do you want to reschedule? Because we can reschedule. No. <laughs> It's totally okay. We schedule. The world is ending. Okay. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, will there be a tomorrow? I don't know. I guess it's already kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> There goes the paranoia. I know, but I've been kind of living in that mode for like years now. Now I'm trying to live in the now. Yes, absolutely. Because tomorrow's gone. So because literally. tomorrow's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So just kiss so that anyway, shit goodbye. St. Christopher. He's a crazy guy. So yeah, let's just get into St. Christopher. That's going to be the saint of this episode. I did watch a couple of cartoons about him. Um, and I did read. <laughs> just uh, read my book about it. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god this one's going way better so <laughs> I hope that uh, Connor doesn't mind if I accidentally be in his computer chair because <laughs> I don't have my own computer it's fine I have to use him <laughs> I was thinking when my computer wouldn't start I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to go into my 16 year old room and say can I please borrow your computer so I can do my pod- podcast <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about about St. Christopher. They kept referring to him as being, you might be able to pronounce the word better than me, but it's ignomaic. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you say it? That word stuck out to me, too. That's so funny. Because at first I was like, what the hell is that word? And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, enigma. Enigmatic. That's how I have to say it in my head so I know what it means. Okay, so it basically means he was like super mysterious. And he was super mysterious for a couple of different reasons. One, they're not even sure if this guy is like in existence. Okay. So that's one, which is a big one to start off with. And then the second one is that his name wasn't even Christopher. It was, and I'm going to maybe butcher this, but reprobus. I was saying reprobus, but I don't reprobus. know real. No, that's oh, totally I something I heard. Watch. Yeah. Because we probably watched the same cartoon information, <laughs> informational children's saints for kids. That's the name of the one that I think I watched. Yes. They have the, the best one. videos that are so <laughs> inappropriate, but get right to the point, you know? Wait to the point which is really refreshing because usually when it's kid stuff they like take away everything and I was like I know. <laughs> but I'm up. glad that they're like you know a little messed up because like these kids need to go through the same trauma that we went through yes going to absolutely like, when you learn about religion you need to suffer yeah a little bit you should feel a little weird about it you have to feel guilty <laughs> yes 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 dirty even like maybe you should take a shower <laughs> after that conversation so they believe he was this I'm pretty sure that's right because then okay. at one point in one of the cartoons, the child that was calling to him, which we'll get to later, he was like, reprove us, reprove us. Oh, it was yes, very weird. Do his voice dead. That is crazy. <laughs> you should be a voice actor. I watched it like four fucking times. <laughs> you could t- 
totally dead on to his voice. <laughs> I listened to it so much. But yeah, he said it different just in that 21 minutes. So that's why I was like, I think they were kind of saying like, listen, potato, potato, repurpose, repurpose, <laughs> whatever. So I actually saw it somewhere else that his name was like Opribus, like just yes. with an O. Okay. No R, no E. They threw those away. So this guy was born. Basically, he's like a giant amongst men. Like he's super powerful, super strong. And like he would help out the kids like when, you know, like a tree would fall on their sheep. He would get in there <laughs> be like, don't worry about it, guys. I got it. And they're like, the whole tree is like, got it. So they're like, wow, what are you going to do with your life? And he's like, I want to find the most powerful person and just be their right hand man. And they're like, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, shit. So like, that sounds awesome. How do I sign up for that job? <laughs> he totally makes this plan. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. So when he got old enough, you know, the soldiers in his town were like, hey, like, why don't you fight for our king? And he's like, yeah, he's just not like good enough. Like, I want to work for the best, which is like, and they yeah. were like, that's cool. Repurpose. Repurpose. <laughs> repurpose yourself. Repurpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, repurpose. They were like, okay, cool. Like, do your thing. So he heard about this, um, this king, King uh, Lacius or Lasius or something. So he sought out him, like literally walked into that guy's kingdom like a motherfucking boss. Like the guy, <laughs> the king's like soldiers were like, didn't even like make eye contact with him because he was such a beast that they were like, whatever, I'm not going to do this. So he just like <laughs> beeline straight to the king and is like, what's up? I'm Reprobus. I'm here to like kick some ass. And I heard you're like number one. And the king was like, you're hired like on the spot. No uh, backup interview, like done. So he's like totally fighting for him. Like, you know, he's, like, it was the dog head. <laughs> <laughs> it was the power in the dog head. <laughs> we're like, wait a minute. I don't think you told them about the dog head. You got to tell them that. I don't know. I think in the East, they say that he had a dog head. And then the West, they don't mention the dog head. He was, they say he was like a de- <laughs> descendant of Canes or something. And he was just part of this giant family that was very tall. Okay. So back then in like the year 200, um, <laughs> they would get like court gestures and like poets and like singers and stuff. And they would come to the kingdom and like, you know, perform for the king. So he starts spitting some fire and he's really like talking about like devil and like all these things. So Reprobus notices that every time the guy that's performing says that like Satan or the devil, that the king does this gesture over his head. So after it's all said and done, like Reprobus, like one thing about him, like he just went straight to the source. Like he didn't give a shit. Like he had no time to waste. Like he had a mission and he was not going to waste any time. So like a master manifester, right? Like he totally yeah. is. Absolutely. He just, like has his eye on exactly what he wants and he just goes for it. He yeah. doesn't care who gets hurt. Okay. Mm-mm. No, no chit chat either. Like straight up. Like, so he goes over to the, I mean, that's not what a master manifester is. They're supposed to be people. That's true. Yeah. I wouldn't say he, yeah. I think deep down he had the seed of how he ended up like his legacy. But I think like most saints that I read about, they really struggled in the beginning because it's like they had all of this focus and it was like too strong of like a tide in the ocean. And so they got like messed around a bit in the beginning and they kind of had to find their footing and realize like, okay, this is the path. But in the beginning, it's a little bit messy. And I think really that's the message of like, don't give up. You know what I mean? Like even if shit's like so sideways in life, even when you think like, oh, 
that's it. Like, how am I going to get out of this or how is it going to get better? Like these stories will remind you that even at their lowest point, they still had that drive and everything ended up working out because they listened to their gut or their God or whatever. God, yes. Yeah. That's exactly so, what it is. And I think he just always had that. So, so he had no time to wait. So like after the guy performed and he saw him doing this weird thing over his head, like he went straight to the king and he was like, hey, notice something a little weird. What's the <laughs> thing that you're doing above your forehead? Every time, you know, the guy mentioned the devil and he said, oh, I do the sign of the cross um, because, you know, the sound of the devil's name scares me. And so he's like, well, I'm out of here because, yeah. you know, and the king's like, what do you mean you're out of here? And he's like, well, obviously the devil is or Satan or Lord of Evil based off the cartoon you watch. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, that's the number Lord one. Lord of Evil is like, it's just particularly scary. It Isn't just sounds it? super threatening. Okay. Like Lord of yes. Evil, that's who you want to work for. That <laughs> sounds like a good idea. You're yeah. like, Ooh, wait a minute. Lord of Evil. That's the way I'm going to go. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, that was very out of character for Christopher. I feel, I feel like that was a little extreme. He's like, you only live once. It's year 200. Yeah. Like, what do I got? Two more it's years? year 200. <laughs> true. I keep yeah. forgetting it's year 200. Guess what else are we going to do? Yeah, Sit like, on a rock? <laughs> like, <laughs> like whatever the fuck they did back then. So yeah, he, he tells the king, listen, I quit. And the king's like, well, you know, like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, like, I'm going to go work for the Lord of Evil because like, he's more powerful <laughs> than you. So deuces and like totally gets out of there. And he starts, you know, just wandering around looking for, you know, the devil as one does. And so he's traveling around. He finds like this guy and, and all his you know hoodlums that he's rolling with and he's like yeah you know I uh, heard you're the devil he's like yeah that's what I go by and so <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay like, he just took his word for it so they just start like you said like destroying shit doing devil shit yeah just wreaking havoc and just, just getting fucking shit all up. evil yeah. yeah just I mean it's the devil so I don't know what kind of I, shit I'm he's guessing doing. it's like the worst that you could think of like the worst like all those atrocities in history where you're like holy shit that has to be pure evil like i guess that's what they do on the road <laughs> because they yeah. were traveling and like it's just an interesting path to sainthood or not because you know he's not canonized right is that right or he was like demoted to martyr yeah he was demoted in 1969 pope paul the sixth he decided to do like an overhaul of all the really old saints because basically mm-hmm. what was happening prior oh, like a facebook friend deletion because <laughs> what happened was like <laughs> back like prior to like the 13th century basically like all the local bishops were just like that motherfucker's a saint that motherfucker's a saint and they were just sainting everybody <laughs> they were canonizing everybody left and right like loosey goosey wow. right so well, I don't like that right I don't know what bug crawled up uh, you know Pope Paul the sixth ass but in 1969 <laughs> he was like there's an audit of everything prior to the 13th century because they were out of control so they did that and he ended up uh, unsainting 32 saints hit the chopping block in 1969 so yeah saint christopher was one of them he became so popular like that's why everybody's like this guy had to have existed because they were trying to say the reason why they took it away is because they couldn't prove he was uh, even a person and they don't even know what his name is so i know well i'm guessing it's reprobus because where the fuck would you get that name from (laughs) it's gotta be reprobus right so going back to like his path like you said his path to sainthood was like just crazy um he was working for the devil <laughs> they were traveling around. <laughs> you know you gotta pay your dues <laughs> you know gotta get to the top right so they're just like fucking shit up left
left and right. And then they get to this like holy shrine and there's like a big cross or whatever. And the devil was like, uh, let's let's go ahead and, you know, back up and, and go around. And Repurpose was like, what was that all about? And the devil was like, yeah, so there was this, this man, Jesus Christ, and he's stronger than me, you know? And so Repurpose was like, okay, so I'm out. Because as soon as you like say that somebody else is more powerful than, than you, like yourself, he's out like right away. Yeah. Like there is no conversation. He's like, I want to be with the winner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He gets on that bandwagon quick. So he gets uh, to like, he releases everything and he's like, okay, I'm going to go find Jesus Christ. That must be the most powerful person on earth because yeah. the devil's even afraid of him and all the kings are afraid of him. So that's who I'm going to go and try to find. And so he literally, you know, in year 200, like just starts <laughs> walking the earth, like trying to find Jesus Christ, which I thought was like ridiculous because he knew he died. The devil told him he died. He died on a cross and that's why I don't like yeah. to see crosses. So because what he just had a dream, like he had a vision, he had a goal. <laughs> he wasn't a person anymore. It's okay, well, listen. It's <laughs> fucking crazy, okay? Right? Like, I didn't want to say it. I was like, what is up with this he guy? Mental. Yeah. You know how many people probably see walking around the streets, like talking to themselves that think that they're looking for Jesus. <laughs> right? But this guy may this guy apparently, you know, it worked out for him. It did. But I thought <laughs> that cartoon, the 20 well, minute one. End, you know, in the end, it did work out. But <laughs> he gave it his best shot. At that moment in time, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he wasn't winning at that moment. So he's like looking all over the place, right? So he goes up to like people and he's like, you know, I'm looking for Jesus Christ. Have you seen him? And everybody's like <laughs> sending him in different directions. <laughs> yeah. So what was funny is that one of the times he runs into like a small child and he says, you know, I'm looking for Jesus Christ. And the little boy says, oh, my father says he's by the sea. So you should go there if you want to see him. And I was like, is this kid fucking with me? Because that's a really <laughs> weird way. It sounds like a riddle. <laughs> Like you do a religious riddle or you're just fucking with my head because you're like, go to the sea if you want to see him. It sounds like a fucking limerick. I don't even know what those are, but it sounds like something. Whatever they are, they're Irish. <laughs> so yeah, so he, you know, goes and actually goes like closer to the sea and he sees a hermit living in a hut, which is the theme back then. And he's like... <laughs> Are you like I cannot stop picturing Army Crab <laughs> wearing a hat, talking with a cane like he's yes yes almost like Splinter from the Teenage Mutant yeah, Ninja Turtles yeah but a hermit crab and he's living in a hut a giant one <laughs> yes you, you should be scared but you're not because he's gentle <laughs> yeah he's chill you know he's seen things but he's good Repurpose is like hey I'm looking for Jesus you know he's dead right and Repurpose is like yeah but I'm on a mission like he's like everybody's afraid of the devil and the devil is so fearful <laughs> of Jesus so like that's where I need to be like a fucking magnet if you really think about it he's like a magnet to like whoever is the most powerful so yeah it just keeps you know trying to get to I don't know that the, the it's number sick, one guy. he's like never really experienced life no like a magnet he's just, he's just so drawn he's just yeah he's just like focused on one thing I wish I had that drive like for anything <laughs> wouldn't that be fucking awesome if you had that kind of drive where you just knew I mean, this is what it is and this is all I live, breathe, and do is that. That's what I guess really successful people probably do. <laughs> yeah. So it makes me think maybe I've never been happy. <laughs> 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 As if I was ever 
really happy that would like flip a switch and maybe that would be my drive but maybe i'm always maybe. like i don't know no that you know what that's actually true maybe. not saying that you're not happy that's actually <laughs> not saying that true. you're not in a puddle of depression right now but <laughs> that might be true no. i mean i would love to have that kind of drive and once he was under your you know like your control or your power or whatever if once he was like your soldier like he would do fucking anything for you destroy towns you know help people like fight for your kingdom like he was just like all fucking in rider he's the original rider die saint i'll say yeah. that so the hermit's like listen as long as there's nobody more powerful than you <laughs> exactly then, then i'm just gonna leave you he <laughs> should be under like john wick like john wick's like the boogeyman you know he's like yeah. number one like he and, left the devil like the devil didn't go after him like no like you you can't leave he was just like okay he <laughs> must right, have been whatever. like no one's ever <laughs> turned me down you know what i mean like he probably didn't know what to do with himself he probably took a personal day like that's probably when like the world was so peaceful like, and everybody felt good that day because the devil took the day off because he got dumped what by reprobus that was <laughs> Oh, 200. Uh, that's right. Yeah. He died. He died 251 AD. Yeah. So we're looking at maybe like the 220s <laughs> if he lived that long. I don't know. They didn't say how old he was. They wouldn't even confirm whether or not he was real. So that was weird when they were I like, know. this is when he died. But yeah. So the hermit's like, listen, put away your sword. You know, there, there'll be no more killing in the name of Jesus. Like you need to connect with him by serving him. So what you should do is he takes him out to the this river and he's like, what you need to do is build a hut here and pilgrims from all over come here and a lot of them drown when they're crossing this river because it gets really rough so you're a giant <laughs> which he was so he's like done like you don't yeah. have to tell him twice I know that guy <laughs> it's crazy it's so like it's blind faith you know what I mean like this is a loyal dude it's amazing I know well I don't know about loyal I guess no you're right I it's not he's like not loyal so working would... for power or to work for something not even to be the most powerful to work with the most powerful person like I want to be the assistant you know like I don't <laughs> understand kill anybody <laughs> to be second best I, I don't need to be top dog I just want to be top dog BFF <laughs> and that's it so yeah that is what he is you're so right yeah he just wants to be shotgun for life you he know? does so the hermit tells him listen I'm going to take you down by this river it's really really rough waters and everything what you're going to do is you're going to build a hut and the pilgrims come from all over the place and they need help, you know, crossing the river. And since he's a giant, that he would be the perfect person because he's really tall, like he towers over everybody and he's super strong. So perfect. So sure enough, Reprobus like sets up his hut, pilgrims come, you know, crosses them over the river. The water like is kind of deep, but it's never over his head. Like he never struggles. He always just brings them over nicely. So he does this for years. Like, and then one night he hears a young so boy. Committed. So committed. Yeah. Like just, this is my life now. I guess everybody, you know, people probably didn't drown as much. So it was like, everybody was probably <laughs> like, this guy's awesome. And so... <laughs> like how many people were around back then? Like, were they taking head counts? So crazy. Because you're right. Like, I, I don't know where this was, but like, how popular could it be? But, you know, maybe it was... How popular could it be? <laughs> I'm going to go across that river. <laughs> what did they have? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get that stuff. Like, middle of the night... That's this... so horrible what I'm saying. They had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get sensitive. I'm very... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're good. I so, don't mean anything I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, you're doing great. So one night, this young boy, you know, yells out, "River bus, river bus." <laughs> yes. So he calls him, and he's like, "Can you help me cross the river?" And it's just this little kid, you know. So River was like, "Okay," which is weird because it was like in the cartoon, it was raining, and it was like the middle of the night. It's like, why would you cross a, a little kid across a river in the middle of the night? But anyway, it's you know, so weird. Like, what if there was an eel in there? <laughs> what if there was an eel in there? Just so dangerous. That would be so upsetting. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I just rewatched that movie called The Masterminds. It's got Zach Galifianakis and Kristen Wiig. And um, oh, and it, yeah, it's on Hulu. And he goes down to Mexico and he's like snorkeling around and an eel, like he has a hot dog in his hand <laughs> and he's waving the hot dog. And the <laughs> eel like snatches onto his hand and he's like, he pops out of the water and he's like, eel attack, eel attack. So now, <laughs> so now that's what I'm picturing with Reprovis and this young boy in the middle of the night in a rainstorm. <laughs> now I'm picturing the eels from The Little Mermaid fighting each other. Oh gosh, that's so scary. Let's so talk about eels anymore. Let's drop it. So they're crossing this river and they get about halfway through the river and this little boy on Reprovis's shoulders gets super heavy, like ridiculous. So he's just like, ooh, this is pretty heavy. So he's chugging along. <laughs> Woo! And he keeps saying it in the cartoon. He's like, my goodness, I never struggle. Like he was like, what's going on? Yeah. So then at the very end, like he was fighting to keep his head above water and obviously to keep this, the child safe. But as he got to the very end, like right as his like spirit was about to break, because he could not believe he was so weak. He had never felt that feeling. He mm-hmm. shouted out to God. And he was like, Jesus Christ, this is heavy. <laughs> What? He was like, what the fuck, kid? Why are you so heavy? And the, the kid's like, going on here? yeah. And he was like, so they take the kid, you know, he takes the boy and he puts him, you know, on the ground or whatever. And he's like, what was up with that? Because that was not right. And the kid goes, yeah. surprise, I'm Jesus Christ. And you <laughs> knocked that shit out of the park. Nice job, buddy. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> rep for a bus. Rep for a bus. Or is it you would say, us, us. So... <laughs> so good <laughs> oh, he's like been watching your stuff huge fan so glad you let go of the devil thanks for doing all this like awesome and so at that time according to the children cartoon they said <laughs> that Jesus was like let me christen you and give you a Christian name so when he baptized him he baptized him with the name Christopher which means Christ bearer so mm, that's so more sweet. of a title yes you know so you'll see like medals that's like such a common thing, you know, a St. Christopher medal and usually has him as like a giant with the little, you know, Jesus that he carried over the river. Because at first I yeah. thought he was one of the apostles, you know, because yeah. I remember loosely knowing that he carried Jesus through the water and it was like fell into it because of the weight of the world. And that's, oh, I forgot to say that, that when Jesus, when he was like, hey, you know, what was that about? Jesus said, when you carried me, it was like you had the weight of the world on your shoulders because Christ carries all of 
our pain and suffering and sins, you know, he's like the ultimate fanny pack. He is on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> he's like, give it to me. I got it. And you're like, my phone too. I got it. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> With the charger. Dude, I said I got it. You know, he's, yeah, just give it to him, you know, and, and he'll just like make you feel so much lighter. He just blew up with popularity. Like everybody was like, yo, that guy carried Jesus. Like he's yeah. the man. So from far and wide, like everybody, you know, sang his praises and he just became very, very popular. That's why it's hard for me to believe that there is no historical data at all that like nobody, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know what you would have in the year, you know, 251 or however you say that, 251 AD. I know. Like, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Your records. Yeah. You don't have the fucking records, <laughs> Becky. Okay. You no, don't even there. believe that he's a saint. So, but he like didn't stop there. So after he retired from um, carrying pilgrims across the river, then he ended up going to what is now modern day Turkey. So basically he went wherever that river was to modern day Turkey and he became an evangelist. So he found out that this town um, in Turkey back in the day that they were literally killing Christians. Uh, they were martyring all of them. So he was like, that's where I need to go. You know, I need to protect these Christians. So he goes there giving counsel um, to the Christians and like, you know, doing like missionary work or whatever and trying to, you know, give them faith and be their strength or whatever. And well, that was a complete turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, this guy worked for the devil. <laughs> I know. Talk about, you know, I'm like so covering glad. your ass. I know. And I then some. Yeah. Completely. I mean, mostly. Up until what I'm we'll, sure you're we'll, leading up to. Wink, we're getting wink. there. Yeah, we're getting there. So local authorities were like, what's up with this uh, repurpose guy? You know? And so at first they went to him and they were like, we know you used to work for the devil. Um, <laughs> can we talk to you for a second? And repurpose is like, whatever you're going to say to me, you can say in front of everybody else, you know, because I'm ride or die. You don't know this about wow. me yet, but you're going to know this. So <laughs> they were like, yeah, so we really need you to like cut this shit out. Um, because we're trying to kill all these people and you're really putting a damper on shit. And so Repurpose is like, nah, son, like I'm in it. And so they literally like just tried to torture him. And so when they decided that they were going to like make it official and kill him, they did something pretty drastic. They lined up. <laughs> you're like, oh no. I, I didn't, didn't read the full part. details. I just heard like one thing that I won't say, but these are well, details that you have? Yeah, this is the, the video. of St. Christopher's death. Oh my God, I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't know I, if I want to hear this. <laughs> so what they did was they lined up 40 archers with all like bows and arrows and they just shot him, shot him, shot him, shot him. And when they were done, St. Christopher was like, is that all you got? Because he survived it. And oh these it's like he so they couldn't kill him. Sick and so mean. I know. I mean, talk about like really like overkill. Like that's the definition. 40 that's archers. So fucking dramatic. Like so let's dramatic. shoot him with every arrow. <laughs> yes. Bring me the arrows you guys of the children. Like Fools, you look like fools. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He was just like taking them out, like licking them like toothpicks across the room. Like he was like, is that really it? So after that, they were like, <laughs> they were really frustrated and they were like, now we got to kill this motherfucker for real. So they <laughs> beheaded him. They fucking cut his head off because I know. I mean, it's the only way that you really get things done. You know what I mean? We know that from like all the zombie movies. So that's I mean, true, actually. Yeah, that's it. You know, you're not coming back from that. 
So I know I told my it. kids we were talking about the zombie apocalypse actually yesterday. <laughs> it comes oh up God. a lot here. <laughs> and Michael asked me what weapons of choice I would have if there was a zombie apocalypse. And I said a blowtorch and a sword. I mean, I don't want to give you the details. I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> Real person. That's really gross. Oh, I know. I know. That's, you know, it's zombie apocalypse talk, man. This is like pillow talk. You know what I mean? I mean Nobody, <laughs> I can't, you can't get judged on apocalypse talk. That's, that's in the rules. so true. Yeah. That is so true. This is like, you know, this is just like locker room talk, you know, murder talk, light yeah. talk, you know, chit chat. Light talk. <laughs> Keeping it light, murdering. But yeah, so do you like when you go on a trip, like pray to St. Christopher? No. No? I haven't. Like, I'm going to start now, but no, I haven't. Like, I don't, well, all I think about, like, when I'm on a flight is like, I don't want to die. Like, please. <laughs> you think of Richie LaBamba? Let anything happen. And I'm like checking everything and like looking to see if there's a bag I can breathe into. <laughs> You've always been such a nervous flyer. I feel so bad that you get so nervous. It's me, I don't give a shit. I don't know why. I just, I think I just convinced no, myself that's not the way I'm going. <laughs> I'm like, not a plane crash. No, thank you. I'm, I was I'm not like, I know, it, but I'm still like wary because what if? Yeah, I agree. But I was on this flight one time and it was pretty rocky. And there was a uh, like a guy in like his 40s, like across the aisle. Like, so if he turned around, like we were like direct eye contact and he was really nervous and he turned around and looked at me and I looked at him and I go, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And he <laughs> totally chilled out. It's like he just needed somebody to tell him not to worry about it, that it was going to be okay, calmly. And he just really? like, yeah, he like snapped out of it. And then he looked at me when so it ended. Energy, I guess. Yeah, I was just like, oh, God, this guy's going to like fucking flip out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he just looked and it was pretty bad. I was basically you're on like a fucking Greyhound bus with wings. Like that's the feel of it. I you know, know those? I, where you're like, I, of course, because I fly spirit because it's like <laughs> it's so cheap. cheap. But it's like, oh, my God, I know it's so horrible. It really I'm is. like, there's no way that this, like, there's no way this is safe. No, it, it definitely feels like you're saving money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a bad You know how feeling. they fix, like, they, like sometimes when things duct are tape. broken on planes, do you know what they do to fix it? They fucking duct tape, duct tape it. <laughs> they literally have special plane duct tape and they fucking duct tape that shit. And then they pat it on a plane ass and send it on its way with us great. on board. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We believe in you. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine, guys guys probably as long as that guy we pay $14 an hour weighed out all the luggage correctly <laughs> I know oh my god it is oh, damn. I, the edible <laughs> oh there you go I think we should talk about whether or not we think he should be a saint yes and you know like is he actually a saint yes as a martyr they say that he was killed either by Emperor Decius mm -hmm. or Maximus Dia the names are confusing but the time difference is about a 30 year difference what I wanted to talk about really was like, was he like a good guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean, really. Like, what's your guy? guy? I mean, I don't know. I'm like trying to figure out like what is the message? Like, maybe it doesn't matter what road leads us to God as long as we get there and are willing to get our heads chopped off in the name of Jesus. I think you just nailed it. I think that's it. Because <laughs> 
because we're one of the religions where you can screw up all day long, but as long as you really feel like you need forgiveness for that, like you're sorry for it and you ask for forgiveness. And so you're absolved of those sins. So I think that his story fits into that same theme of like, you can fuck up in life, but as long as you redeem yourself through your faith and for this case, in your faith in Jesus and you serve in his name and do good deeds that you're good. You know, that's what's I think the basis of it. So I think this is like one of those, you know, stories of like redemption and turn it out to be the good guy. I definitely don't think that he was a good guy in the beginning because, yeah. you know, I mean, he was if you're a soldier, like you are willing to fight and, you know, take lives in the name of your king. So, you know, that to me is like, you know, that's and he was really intense about it. So he was like, I will kill every last motherfucker, I'm sure. Yeah, he was so serious then, about it. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, I got to protect A number one over here. And then when yeah. he switched over and became, you know, the right hand man to the devil, that didn't make him a good person. Obviously, he was doing all crazy shit. And so... But he also told whatever uh, powerful person he was quitting, you know, mm-hmm. he told each of them, like, um, you better tell me, because it was like, he was suspicious that, that there was somebody more powerful oh. than them each time. So in order to get them to reveal to him mm-hmm. what it was that they were afraid of that must have been more powerful than them, he would say, I'm not going to work for you anymore unless you tell me. Mm. So he was, you know, he was really deceiving them. And then they would be like, all right, which how stupid are you? Like, you're supposed to be powerful and you fall for that bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, he pulls that like fucking Dracula, like look into my and eyes. He does it tell each me and every what- time, but what he actually does is he just leaves. Like, you know, obviously as soon as he finds the next powerful person, he jumps ship. He's like, uh, no, he's like every cheerleader in, in an 80s football movie. Yeah, I think you nailed it. You know, I'm I'm just regardless, I'm really happy that he turned his life around and he, not to say that he made up for the lives that he took when he did all those horrible things, but you know, I'm just glad that he found like the good side and he was on that yeah, side. Yeah. He could have caused a lot more damage. Around in that desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long was he doing that for again? <laughs> I don't know. I know it said like at least years, but once he got to the river when he was doing that in the cartoon, his hair turned gray. So I'm thinking that that's where he yeah so when he changed that's actually beautiful i don't yeah. think I, I don't i don't think i noticed that <laughs> yeah you know? he, he had that physical change i was like okay cool and that's why when he started you know getting real weak in the river he was probably like oh no like this is it like crap yeah you know what i mean like i'm, I'm this like i didn't realize yeah. i can feel this week oh, um well actually, very sad right there so maybe i do think he's good well hold on to that thought because i gotta tell you something else so mm-hmm. I'm scared. <laughs> well, it kind of makes you question again, like, which side is he on? <laughs> Are you pregnant? <laughs> oh, God, no. So we know that St. Christopher is like the patron saint of travel, right? And any like job, like that's your patron saint. So if you're like a flight attendant or, if, you know, you do sales on the road, like that's your patron saint. Like that's who when you're, I invoke him when I'm running low on fucking gas. Okay. Like, if oh, I'm, shit. Why didn't I think that I never have gas? <laughs> oh, my God. I am like, St. Christopher, please get me to my house so I can get gas in the morning. Like, I don't even <laughs> try to so get gas. Smart. Yeah. So I am 
invoke him for that. So oh God, I am definitely going to start doing that because oh, gas yeah. is fucking expensive. Yeah, we need to all start fucking praying to St. Christopher to lower these gas prices. And children, you know, who's a big fan of the kids, you know, the one told him to go to the sea to see him. And then, you know, he saw Jesus oh, yeah, there and he was Christian. very sweet. Yeah, right, so that's nice. So he, he protects- probably didn't hurt any kids when he was working for the devil. I, I hope no. not. No, 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 no. Just assholes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's, just, let's stick it to that. All bad guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all pieces of shit. So, like, St. Christopher, he protects against all travel dangers, like, not just, like, traffic accidents and stuff like that. So you invoke him for that. But he has a reputation for helping poor people who deal in contraband. So he may help smugglers, too, especially if their motivation is altruism and not greed. And that's a quote from... Yeah, from that book, um, Judica Isles' book that I have. It's actually very beautiful. I I really like that he was so woke he was super woke but he's <laughs> he kind of plays like the he's gray still, area still they still like have medals of him oh yeah like smugglers yeah do they shove them up their ass <laughs> no 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 when they're smuggling the drugs they say saint christopher please protect us while we travel <laughs> with the drugs they're not shoving medals up their ass <laughs> <laughs> Look how many do they fit? Is it a balloon? How do they get it out of there? (laughs) That was so funny. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, no, no. Now the DEA, thanks to us, is gonna be looking for people wearing those medals and tackling them in airports. (laughs) (laughs) Get that grandmother! so hard oh so that's the part where i'm like not sure if you know like what side he's on because the smugglers are like that's our dude yeah i guess yeah right area there super area but then on the other side in that book that i was telling you about they have a section that's called the 14 holy helpers and i think Mm -hmm. on that list it's like saint catherine of siena there's like a lot of you know like the popular names wow so saint christopher Mm -hmm. is on that list of the 14 holy helpers so he's gotta be a saint like you know what i mean like it's the 14 holy helpers like you can't pull from that list so that's what i end up saying when um in 1969 when pope paul the six was like on his rampage and he stripped those Mm -hmm. 32 saints he was like you know take their medals (laughs) leave your gun and badge on the desk and the saints are like fuck you and they just like (laughs) it down and walk out <laughs> you don't even matter. So they storm out. <laughs> so the whole thing was the Pope wanted to like take away their feast day and like kind of strip them of all their like, you know, all their like accolades or whatever. So mm. the thing is about St. Christopher, nice. right? That shit didn't happen because right. he still has churches. I looked it up. There's several churches. He yeah. He's got a ton of merch out there, like, you know, medals and rosary. Like there's a ton of stuff out there that St. Christopher yeah. that's sold everywhere. And he still has his feast day which is uh july 25th so what did he really get out of taking him off the saint list and putting him on the martyr list when nothing changed at all like does he not get a pension now like i don't understand (laughs) like he's up in heaven and then like his fucking wings disappear one day and he's like goes to like hr and he's like hey so no big deal (laughs) But I'm reprobate. Yeah, St. Chris. And I lost my wings last Wednesday and they just never came back. <laughs> Do I like need to like up my membership fee? Like what happened? And they're like, no. So this dude down on earth was like not a planet and just totally. <laughs> so true. 
Yeah, so you're saying Pluto now? I don't know what the fuck that means, but get out of my face with your noise. <laughs> and they just kept it moving, and he was just like, all right. So oh, my God. That's the story of St. Chrissy. It's a beautiful story. Or is it? His head got chopped off. <laughs> oh, yeah. He totally, after 40 archers fucking shot arrows at him. Oh, by the way, to all the listeners and to you, Bear, when you run out of gas and you need to invoke St. Christopher, the prayer to do mm-hmm. so is such. Protect us, St. Christopher, on our travels and wherever we may roam. Please keep us safe and guide us always safely home. Which is pretty sweet. Mm, it's I not like bad. That. Yeah. All right. I might short. put a medal. Yeah. I think we need medals. I think we need a sponsor need- that will hook us up with like doodads, you know, like medals and t shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I forgot there's a legend that I read about with St. Christopher. And this is pretty eerie. Any day that you gaze upon the image of St. Christopher is a day that you won't die or at least not suddenly and unexpectedly. So many people, not just Catholics. Yeah. So if you have like a picture of St. Christopher, like you're supposed to have it right by your bed. And Mm -hmm. when they wake up, as soon as they wake up and their eyes open, they gaze upon his image. And so the belief is, is that it guarantees a day without death, sudden or otherwise. Is that not crazy? Wow. Yeah. So I want to fucking figure St. Christopher. I know. I'll just do that guys you should all try doing that let me know yeah i mean they can't if do it, it doesn't work because then they're dead I mean, we all have to agree like yeah we're all gonna do this starting tomorrow well i don't i don't have a printer i don't have, ink I don't at have this a moment. Way to right now i don't have wait any, wait like, we can put it on our phone what are we talking about we oh, <laughs> it's yeah, in modern times great. have your fucking screen set for saint oh christopher and just great idea we started it right here no more war no more famine no more nothing everybody lives forever just look at saint christopher Christopher. I know, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Motivator. Yeah, we're getting shit done. Yeah. And I actually want to call my mom and find out um what she knows about like because don't you remember that grandma had a sister? Swore that she was a saint, and I remember her telling us stories. Do you remember any of them? Because Well, I know that Aunt Katie, she was born. Oh, is that the one that she thinks was a saint? She was yeah, she was born with a veil on her which is like very rare with babies and normally babies that are born with that veil they're usually like greatness it's like an indicator of like this is going to be a very very special baby in person so you know what exactly is the veil is it like skin i think like a protective layer around the baby yeah oh a protective layer okay that's nice so it's like i think and i'm not sure like let me see let's let's look it up i thought it was a skin veil no 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 (laughs) Okay. No, it's like it's like a netting. But yeah, Aunt Katie was born. With it. Okay, it says, "Oh shit!" An in-call birth is when the baby comes out still inside an intact amniotic sac. This might make it look like your newborn is completely gift wrapped in a soft jello-like bubble, and it's oh also goodness. called a veiled birth. Yeah, and it says that it's it's a very rare beauty that happens in less than one in every eighty thousand births. Oh my god. Is that really rare? One in 80,000? I don't know, actually. I mean, those numbers, they confuse me. <laughs> I'm like, so there's two babies in Pasco County that basically, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking Probably. of like, our, that's like, I've never heard of anybody besides Aunt Katie. I mean, she was a really special woman, but all the women in our family all have a connection and like an ability, yeah. you know? So, St. Christopher is. We don't know if he was a good guy or a bad guy, but he was mostly, at the end, it seems, a goodish guy who may yeah. or may not help drug smuggle. 
smugglers. <laughs> yeah, if you see a St. Christopher medal, you better watch out because that's definitely an indicator citizens that somebody's smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> you citizens arrest them. <laughs> yeah, right on the spot. I don't give a don't, fuck don't if that old that. lady's praying. You get her so. on the ground and you find that dope because that's what it's all about. <laughs> Knew him? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, uh... You're going to need a new but I don't know. I'm okay with, like, I'm not as cool with him as I was with St. Rose. I, feel I can hear that. Like, yeah, like, I would like to get a medal, but I kind of feel like there's a little darkness around it. I'm not sure. Sage that fully, shit. like, lightened? Is he fully saved? Like, do you feel like he is? I can only imagine, like, how you feel because you can only, like, picture, like, how fucking bad it was when he was running with the devil. So no, how no, much I, can I, he I redeem himself in one lifetime? You know what, though? Actually, everything that I'm reading tells me that he can absolutely redeem himself and everything that you do is done and like in the past but you know your karma is well his karma was what what kind of life did he live he just kind of wandered around he fucking got his head chopped off that's a fucking karma. he got his head fucking chopped off do you know what i mean like i would say that you know catholic you know parameters or whatever he definitely yeah. redeemed himself he definitely was white plain of any sin you know he was at the bottom line he was a martyr so he's good like he's in heaven you know what I mean? So not only did he work his ass off and like, you know, do the river walk or whatever and get everybody across or whatever. But then he went to, you know, where it's Turkey now and he helped Christian martyrs. And that's when they took him in and he ended up, you know, losing his life or whatever after being tormented. So I think yeah. like, you know, yeah. once again, right. ride or die, St. Chris went down with it. Like he didn't try to back guess, out of it. Yeah, I guess what triggers me is like the whole time that wasn't his goal like to be to a be better good. to be better it was You're like right. his goal was to go with who was winning <laughs> yeah so i guess true. the motive is what keeps triggering me and you know that's yeah amazing. it's like he didn't go into it with altruistic like they like he was saying he'll only protect the smugglers that are doing it for altruism and not greed but to your point like his initial motivation was not to be the ultimate like he wasn't looking for jesus to start with he wasn't looking for the best person he was looking for the most yeah. powerful person person so right. he was willing to roll with whoever it was regardless of whatever they were doing the good just outweighed the bad and so he, you know when the devil was like god i don't want to even look at a cross that thing was like okay so you're not ever going to be the p- most powerful it's always going to be who you bow to oh, so do you think in that moment he realized that maybe evil wasn't the right way i hope so you know because evil was not you know he was like oh that's crazy and when they when he went on the desert walk that's when people from all over were telling their perspective of Jesus. And so mm-hmm. I think on that pilgrimage to try to find him, I think he was able to kind of like go through like a schooling of like what the works of Jesus was. And I think especially once he got to the hermit, he it was like put into perspective. Here he is with like a sword, like ready to like kill people. And the hermit's like, chill. Obviously this desert walk didn't resonate <laughs> yeah. with you. But like, we just need you to carry yeah. <laughs> some people. Like but I you- was reading somewhere that like river was like the flow blood from like Noah's Ark. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And that um I found a quote from um Jonathan Pacquayo. It's P-A-Q-E-A-U. Uh, he makes like uh YouTube videos mm-hmm. on saints and he said that he became a literal vehicle for God. And I just thought that that was such a good saying. Like way to say it. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I'm holding on to judgment. <laughs> and I guess really like what they mean is that he literally
literally and figuratively was like a vehicle of God. That like an that avatar. Took, yeah, and he took on that energy, really became genuinely, you know, Christian or I definitely think whatever. I think that when he got to the river and he was was just looking for Jesus and he was like kind of listening to the stories, but I don't think he really realized like what it was like to be representing Jesus and like serving him on earth. But when he yeah. got baptized and he got the name Christopher, I think that because right after that happened, that's when he went over and became, you know, uh, working with the Christian martyrs over in Turkey. Mm-hmm. So I think that once exciting. Oh, yeah. But like this guy's a mover and shaker. You know what I mean? Like he's all over the place. I don't I haven't left my shitty town in like 20 years. So I don't know how this guy just like picks up in year 240 and just starts like, you know, moving all around. But I guess when you don't have kids he's and just stuff. willing to walk like he just will walk for so long. I guess like, I have. I know so many people who won't like I don't mind parking far away from like a store just because I'm like, all right, I guess. I'll yeah, my steps. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people like they want to get a close spot, you know, because they don't want to walk. I, I know what you're saying, though. Like, but yeah, so I understand why you're triggered. You know what I mean? Because this is a very muddled story. It's like you want to hope for the best that he yeah. finally, you know, decided to be like a good person and save lives and dedicate his life to service and Jesus and all that good stuff. But there is all that baggage. No, I think you're right. I think, think he really did turn around. He tried. I mean, he got his fucking head chopped off. So, I mean, I can't believe I'm so judgmental. But you're here. I guess I'm so, I guess because I'm so attached to St. Rose now. Like, I know. She's our girl, I'm like, man. She literally. I know. <laughs> I, I love I, her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my Chart mattress and my I know there's so much to her that I really like doing this saint because this is a saint that I've always heard about, but I never got the facts straight. So doing all this mm-hmm. now, I feel like I got I like I know who this dude is now, and yeah. I will continue to invoke Saint Christopher when I'm running low on gas because he has come through a lot for me. When I was like mm-hmm. on empty, zero miles to empty, like on a highway, I prayed <laughs> my way to that. As we do when we self sabotage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I do the same thing. Oh, it's terrible. It's so uh, terrifying. Oh, I'm on a highway fucking after a show and I'm like, I just got distracted and next thing you know. But I have run out of gas before, so I don't know why I continue to self sabotage and stress myself out. But this is life. This is the glamorous life. Maybe if we had a goal (laughs) like Like this, dude. Oh, man. If I wake up with that fucking goal and motivation motherfuckers better watch out watch out for the day that i have a lot of energy (laughs) (laughs) and a fucking goal all right thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode of the hash wednesday podcast we're so glad that you could join us to talk about saint christopher saint christopher he started to grow on me at the end that guy (laughs) i don't know if it was the dog head talking (laughs) thanks for hanging out with us again see you next time bye